Uh, my mind went blank as we went to start. I got too excited at the yeah. countdown. CJ, congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams. Yay. Woo. We'll just do this for half an hour, and that's the podcast this week. That's, that's our analysis. <laughs> uh, before we do that. I still don't know if they're good, by the way. I still think we need to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I do know is that there was nothing that I could know from this NFL season. Yeah, Cooper Cup's much. good. Cooper Cup is good. Yes, but this has been his first really good year. Is he overrated already? Flash in the pan. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this is too much. All right. Hockey rankings. We'll start there. Fresh on your mind. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, God. I, okay, let's do I went five for five last week. Yeah, you did. And last so... week, I Saturday. Geez, CJ, you had some. I mean, I don't know how much changed. Also, metal. When count did the update. list come out? Yeah. <laughs> metal count update just because it's popped up. Norway, 28 goal, or 28 medals because they're cheating. Did you know Norway was a Winter Olympic powerhouse? I. I think so. Didn't they win last time? They might have. I don't know. Do they dominate like the alpine skiing, cross country skiing, the Nordic Combine, which I'm pretty sure is named after them? <laughs> Makes sense. They cheat. They even won like Do a they? snowboarding one. They're not supposed to win snowboarding ones. Why, why not? <laughs> because it's not fair. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you put it that way. <laughs> I haven't thought about it that way, I'm so I guess it makes sense. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah, let's do something oh, that we doesn't got some, make We got angry. some craziness this week. Oh, come on. Not really, though. It's pretty much the exact same. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> well, now I'm just confused. So, yeah, here we go. Number one. Number one. I'm going to say it's the Avalanche. Okay. Number two. Is the Panthers dropping all the way back down? All the way back, okay. Yeah. Number three is, of course, the Maple Leafs because Toronto's always got to be somewhere in the top five. Yep. Or Canada, sorry. <laughs> um, number four, of course, is the Minnesota Wild. Okay. And number five, the I think the Pittsburgh Penguins have been playing well lately. So I'm going to throw them in there because I don't think that we've had that yet. Wow. You want the good news or the bad news? I want the bad news. Uh, bad news is you got through your rewrite. That's the good news. I know. The good news is you nailed the new income. The newest incomer of the top five, the Penguins. Penguins? All right. I'll take it. And then you completely forgot about the Hurricanes. <laughs> I did, huh? <laughs> They're still at three. Uh, the Wild yeah. have dropped out. They were another flash in the pan all the way to seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, so what did I think last week's was? Did I just the Wild completely? Was, you, I think you just forgot the Hurricanes. It was last week was Panthers one, Avalanche two. Oh, Lightning were four. Hurricanes. Lightning, oh, there's six now. Okay. Interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. So you had Avalanche one. They were one. Panthers were two. They're two. All right. Maple Leafs were three. And you had the Maple Leafs four, I believe. And you had the Wild, who are now six. Forgot about the Hurricanes and the Penguins at five. All right. I'll take that. 
yeah, no, very well done. Rangers dropped three spots. I thought the Rangers couldn't lose. Didn't Bub say that the other day? Yeah, they'd been on a decent little hot streak. What did, what did they drop to? Uh, 11. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. I just, I just pulled up the list. <laughs> I'll have you know the Red Wings are up four spots to 18. Whoa. And I oh, saw man, last that's... night they're only seven points out of a wild card spot. Really? Yeah, I mean, games. that's... No games in hand, though. Knocking on the door to the playoffs. That's, that's all you need to know. Um, I don't know anything that's happening in hockey. <laughs> Sidney Crosby scored his 500th goal. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. That's exciting for him. Um, hey. And that's all I got for, for uh, cool hockey news. What more do you need? We're not really a hockey podcast. We're just hockey experts. I'm, yeah, I'm not totally sure that we're not. Who's to say? We'll have to wait and see. So that's what we should call this podcast, Wait and See. It's actually <laughs> the Sports and Stuff Wait and See podcast. The Wait and See Sports and Stuff podcast. Yeah, Wait and See, that's actually a decent name for a podcast. Yeah, I'll look it up and see if uh, anybody else has it. And I'll wait to see. <laughs> Our sports takes can never be wrong because we just have to wait and see. I like the idea of just everything that we do. We're just waiting and seeing. So, like, do we want to use, like, music that we don't have the rights to? Yeah, let's do it and wait and see what happens. Or like, I'll text you, like, CJ, you want to do the podcast? And you'll be like, I'll wait and see. And then we just sit there for six months and we don't do the podcast. And then you text me, like, all right, I'll do it today. Yeah. <laughs> but then I have to wait and see if you're going to do it. Man, I love this idea. All right. Well, podcast name change around. could be up in the air. Yeah, there it is. Let's wait and see what happens. <laughs> Let's sleep on it. Wait and see how we feel. Yeah, right. My phone's at two percent, and I'm playing the risky, the most dangerous of games right now. What's that? My phone's about to die. No, just your phone being at two <laughs> percent. I thought like you were playing a game on your phone or something. No, I'm just wow. I'm looking up stuff on my phone and. It's at two percent. Charger is about three and a half feet that way behind me. Again, that visual, visual podcast. Right. <laughs> I, <just avoided. laughs> um, I can see. It. Yeah, you got it. Super Bowl happened, or as we like to call it, the Super Bowl. Nice, because owls are cool. CJ, you're a fool. Actually, no, you nailed the pick. <laughs> I understand how you could get that confused. I said the Rams would win. I was right, but you got the spread right. Nice. You got the score wrong like a fool, though. So that, what I say? We both said 31, but then I had 21, you had 28. Nice. Kind of a low-scoring game. Yeah, well, it was. It was an interesting Super Bowl when I thought back about it because we watched it together. And I was there. The moment, you were there. Right. We were both there. <laughs> and when it happened, I was like, yeah, this is a good game. But then I thought back after like a day or two later and I'm like, was it a good game? Like what, what happened that was like, whoa, I can't believe like the final drive was good by the Rams, but then it kind of ended in a crappy way with like 5,000 penalties, which was 5,010 more than they had all game. Pretty much. And like there was the one catch by Jamar that like maybe will be memorable. The no look pass from Stafford will be memorable, but like, 
it's this is absolutely a Super Bowl that when you ask me ten years from now, like what's the Super Bowl over the last twenty years you remember the least, this will be in that, that conversation. Yeah, we kind of like hyped it up. I know like, I was excited for it, but yeah, the game kind of went by. I know the part we were at, someone mentioned how quickly the game was going by. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, because like nothing crazy was going on. Um, right. The most exciting part was the bets that you had on the game and hoping those. Right. Were Did I tell you how much I made? No. I made 42 cents. I made probably 30 plus bets. And I made 32 cents. You know what the most important part of that, CJ, is? What's that? You made money. I made money. You started the day with a certain amount. And by the end of the day, you had more money than what you started with. Yeah, we call that a massive W in the industry. That's a win. If you gamble and can walk away not having lost money, you are you're a winner. So congratulations on your massive victory. Doesn't really yeah. matter how much you actually <laughs> won, <but> right? <laughs> and what matters is how much I didn't lose. Exactly. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no. The refs decided they wanted to be the stars of the game at the end of the game. After, that was so frustrating. It'd be different if they were consistent all game, but for some reason they just stopped being consistent. I don't right, think and was, that was the issue. I don't think there was some grand conspiracy to have the Rams win, like I saw people saying. I think it's stupid. No, I think we're always just going to do that, right? Like, whenever we see bad officiating, it's, well, they must be fixing this game, whether it's the refs or the NFL or the Rams or whoever. Like, we just instantly assume they must be paying them off. Or the guy just missed the call. That's too simple. <laughs> right. Like if that had if that exact call had happened with five minutes left in the first quarter, we just don't care at all about it. We move on. It's not a big deal. But the fact that it happened after a game, like you said, where all game they're not making calls, they're not really throwing the flag, they're letting the guys play. And then to make that call with a minute, I think a minute, 55 seconds left, like that just kind of stunk. It may have, I saw people arguing that it was within the rules. That's not how officiating works to me. <laughs> I think I, I, like I get what they're saying, but also I do think spirit of the rule matters and you can't argue spirit of the rule sometimes. And then when you're happy with the outcome, say, well, look, you know, he, he grabbed his jersey, so it's clearly a hold. Uh, also, one thing that I noticed in watching replays, the grab came, like, just after the ball was thrown. Yeah, that was a terrible... I didn't like that call. Because the ball was, wasn't even really close to him when he grabbed him. Right. So, but in theory, that would make it pass interference. But they didn't want to call it pass interference, because I think they might have known, like... Uh, <laughs> like, that, would, that does not hold up to... Pass interference, but maybe we can get a hold in. And I, I just, it was just disappointing. I don't think that it's wrong necessarily. I don't think that there's a conspiracy around it. But to go a whole good game, letting the guys play, letting people be physical. And yeah, the Bengals 100% got a call on the T Higgins, or got a no call on the T Higgins play. Yeah. But I think there's a big difference between a no call and a call. A a missed no call in a missed call. Yeah. One you're saying they both were playing, I just missed what happened. But Ramsey, you know, he just got screwed over. But on the other one, it's I'm now influencing what happens on this play. 
not just I'm going to let these two guys go at it and whoever wins, wins. Yeah, no, that's that's a good point. Yeah, and like I said, it's just the consistency part bothers me because like they were letting them play and then they didn't. But even then, Bengals had a chance at the end, but that was the most disappointing. Because I even said before the fourth and one, I was like, if this ends on a fourth and one like this, I'm going to be so disappointed. Yeah. There's enough time for the Bengals to make an attempt at it, but it just kind of fizzled right. out at the end. And if it doesn't have like a cool dramatic ending on top of the game being somewhat not interesting to begin with, then it's just going to be, eh, the Rams won the Super Bowl. And I'm right. sure Rams fans are freaking out, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, it's funny to think, you know, I said earlier how 10 years from now this won't be a memorable Super Bowl. If the Bengals even kick a field goal to go to overtime, this becomes one of the most memorable Super Bowls in recent history. So, like, they were that close. They were 20 yards away from this being an incredible Super Bowl. And instead it was kind of a dud. I mean, but I will say my knowledge of football helped me predict what was going to happen, why the Rams would win. Defensive yeah. line better than their offensive line gets to the quarterback. Right. Huge brain plays out of me. <laughs> that was kind of the weird thing, right? And I, I said it last week, too. I think that people are sleeping on the Bengals' defense, who played a great game. No, they did. Matt Stafford had two yeah. interceptions. Right. Like, Stafford was nothing special. We will eventually one day, you know, probably 10 years from now, get into his Hall of Fame case. Um, <laughs> But, you know, he proved something that I think most somewhat knowledgeable football fans knew, that, that he could win. Yeah. He was he was not the reason that the Lions sucked, but I also don't think that many people thought that. No. And if people thought that, they clearly weren't watching football. Right. There's some things you know, and Matt Stafford is not the reason your team's bad. Right. But I also don't think that you could look at this game and say, He's a Hall of Famer because look what he was able to do with this team. Yeah. This is a team that a few years ago was in the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. I'd argue this team is better than the team that Jared Goff had. Oh, and yeah. better they also – Right. And Jared Goff lost by, I think, four or maybe it was ten to the Patriots. Yeah, it was 13-3. Versus, Talk about a 13-3. snooze fest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, Versus this team put up 20. So they they scored 20 more points than Jared Goff's team, but also against what I would think is a worse team than the Patriots were. Yeah, even like with the Patriots, it's interesting. It's like, oh, even that's a boring game. You still have the story of Brady winning. Um, right. I, don't, I find it weird that everyone's like, oh, Stafford finally got something. It's just like, I don't know. A lot of, super, a lot of quarterbacks don't win one. I feel like Stafford's not a quarterback that – would deserve to win a Super Bowl over on anybody else. Right. Like, I don't think – yeah, I, I was never, like – I never felt bad for Stafford necessarily. Once you sign a contract extension as a professional <laughs> athlete, I cease feeling bad for you if that situation doesn't work. That's like, fair. Mike Trout, I'm sorry. You chose to stay with the Angels, a team that had not tried at all to put a good team around you. So, not that he complains, but when people complain for him, I'm like, the guy chose to be there. So, yeah, it's partially his fault. He could have gone to the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Dodgers, and he'd have a World Series by now. Even He would have won one for the Yankees, or, or he could have gone to the Braves or the Nationals. Or, there's a lot of good options out there, and he chose to stay. And 
Matt Stafford chose to stay with what was known before he got there as one of the worst franchises in professional sports. <laughs> so, like, boo-hoo. Oh, boo-hoo. I yeah, agree. That's right. And you know what? They didn't want you anymore, Stafford. You weren't good enough for Detroit. So they, got, they shipped you out for Jared Goff. And then finished over 500 against the spread. <laughs> I mean, I, I think you can make the case that the Lions are in a better position right now than the Rams. Right now, going forward. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I'll let you go out on that limb, but I can't do it. <laughs> I think the Rams are not in a great spot going forward, but. <laughs> it's the Lions. It's the Lions. Uh, it's DJ, um, anything else about football the rest of the year? Rodgers isn't going anywhere. Everything's fine. Yeah, Rodgers and his fiance are yeah, calling so a, calling it quits or taking a break or something. Yeah, I don't they call off the know. engagement. Does that mean you break up when you call off an engagement? I feel like you don't call off an engagement and stay together. No, right? It's a little too serious. Right? It's a weird thing to say. Like, like, if you say they split, it'd be like, oh, they're no longer together. But calling off an engagement to me is like, oh, they're still together, but they're not getting married anymore. But Right. It's kind of like demoting someone from their job when like they're a manager and now you're going to make them the janitor. It's like, do I really want to stay here and do this when we just when you just told me that you don't value me as much? Yeah, no, that's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I saw a bunch of like, oh, you missed out on two rings this year. Ha ha. Hey. Uh, it's a vaccination um, thing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I saw that there are some rumors going around that we would pay Rodgers and Adams a stupid amount of money and they would take up like 18% of our cap space for two players. And it's just like... Is there a level, like, if it gets to the point where Rodgers says yes for $75 million, I'll come back next year. Do you do you as yeah, you Elijah say that's like, too much? Yeah, I have or... to say it's too much. Because you have to, like, feel the football team for Pete's sake. Right. You can't feel then, the football team if, like, your quarterback takes, like, and that's why Brady's teams were so successful. Yes, he knows how to win, blah, 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 blah. But the thing with Brady is that he would take the pay cut, they would sign other people, and right. the team would be better because of it. Now, I'm not blaming Rodgers for getting paid. I think he deserves every cent of it. But if it's something astronomical that, like, can't you can't feel the team because he's getting paid so much, not saying that that's going to be the case, um, it's just there's only so much you can do because the team is going to suffer because you're paying a quarterback too much. Right, and we did talk about that before. Where I think that it could be a point of criticism to say if your number one priority is winning, you shouldn't be getting paid as much as you were. Right. I will never blame somebody for wanting to get the most money they can. That's kind of what every other person in life does, so I don't think we shouldn't allow that to our athletes. <laughs> but <laughs> if you did want to look at it and say, why didn't Rodgers win? A big part of it is that he was always one of the highest-paid quarterbacks. Yeah, that's fair. And we also just kept freaking facing the 49ers all the time. All right, and, and they just kind of got unlucky a lot. Like We've to, talked about that. It, it's, losing 10 right. times in the playoffs and not just stumbling into a win. Right, and it's not like Rodgers was doing this on his own either. Like They did have decent players around him. They have Aaron Jones, who they just paid a ton last year. Didn't like that, Obviously, I will say. Didn't like that. You didn't. And <laughs> a big part of that was A.J. Dillon, right? Cause he yeah, we of, had Dillon. We could have signed Jamal Williams to much less. Yeah, 
And then Aaron Jones was hurt for a lot this year. So I'm going to say it's a win for Elijah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, Rogers, Rogers made his money. And I think I have a feeling he'll end up staying because it feels oddly similar to how it did last year where like right when the season ended, it's like he's 100% gone. And I'm like, oh, at this point, I'll believe Well, no, it wasn't yeah. until the draft we all thought he was gone, remember? Because that's when we found out he requested a trade. The day What's of the draft, right? Schefter decided to. Oh, yeah, yeah, some yeah. It's fun to right. put that out. Also, Adam Schefter hates the Packers. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, they probably just don't give him the ends that he wants <laughs> compared to other places. Yeah, you can't talk to the owners because there's literally millions of us. I'm not an right. owner, but <laughs> I really should become one. You really should. Uh, so I'm, we know your biggest storyline going into the offseason, Aaron Rodgers, making sure that he stays outside of the Packers. What is the one thing that excites you most about this offseason? Does football exist outside the Packers? I, you know, it depends who you ask. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's going to be like where all the quarterbacks go because you have um, Russell Wilson, you have Aaron, potentially Aaron Rodgers. Oh, look at that. I'm talking yeah. about the Packers again. <laughs> Potentially Kyler Murray? Yeah, apparently. Kyler Murray, who then apologized. I don't know what's going on with him. Derek Carr is a potential. He's always a potential. Yeah, good quarterback. Move. Yeah, um, very no, good quarterback. I mean, I don't know. I might actually have to pay attention to the draft this year. Right. <laughs> it, ooh, I just thought about something. If Derek Carr stays with the Raiders for like three more years and then leaves for a team and wins the Super Bowl, he's going to have had the same career as Matt Stafford. 100%. Like they're very similar quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, um, the Packers will kind of get dismantled this offseason, so we'll see. Yeah, you got to kind of wait and see. Wait and see. There it is. Uh, how that one kind of turns out. I mean, like not um, to be like that guy, but like I think one of the biggest stories this offseason is the Packers. <laughs> no, I think you're right, and that's why I tried to remove you from them it's tough, because it's like I'm trying to think of like where could oh all well, the Packers like that's that's a big story. Uh, the Steelers. I think you Steelers are a big one. Yep, so what they do at quarterback. But I think you could even make the case. I, I would agree that Rodgers tops the list. Does he stay? Does he go? If he does, where does he go? Yeah, I think you could make a case that number two is where does Devontae Adams go? Yeah, yeah no, that's <laughs> like, another one. Jeez. It's, pro- it's probably Russell Wilson, number two. But uh, Adams is an elite player that you don't typically see. Yeah, yeah, we get available. it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But I also, if you're him, you're not gonna like, you're not gonna go to the Giants or to the Jets or to Detroit. Like, you're not gonna go to a team with a bad or unproven quarterback. No. So it really kind of narrows his options down to: Do I want to go? Let's say Rodgers is leaving and he's not gonna be on a team with Rodgers. Do I want to go to Kansas City, where I'm going to be the third? Well, not the third total, but like I'm gonna be. Kevin Durant ring chasing. Do I want to go to um, the Rams where we just saw they clearly have what it takes? Or like, I don't see a great quarterback that doesn't already kind of have that wide receiver one because Buffalo has Stephon Diggs. And I mean, maybe Oakland would be. Devontae Adams would be sick in Buffalo. He would. Uh, The Raiders could be an interesting team uh, if they wanted to make a He was teammates with Derek Carr. 
Right. So I guess there are options for him, but there's nowhere where I think he will be better than what he's been in Green no, Bay. Unless, unless like he just Rogers. goes with Rogers somewhere. Yeah, they go to both go to Tampa. Maybe that would be something. Be disgusting. I would vomit everywhere profusely. I mean, like I guess, I guess maybe if he went to Buffalo or Kansas City, I could see him putting up similar numbers. But I don't think either of those are really options. Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be the best offense we've ever seen, right? Yeah, because they don't really have like a Devonte Adams guy. Like Terry Hill just bombs down the field. Kelsey's just always open in the middle of the field, and then Devonte right. Adams is one of the best route runners. So like. No, no, that's not happening. Are people talking about that? No, I don't. I think we. I think we're starting that. Ooh, I just got a text. Uh, Inside sources are telling me Devontae Adams wants to be a chief. Whoa! So I don't know. I don't know what we uh, have to do about that, but I I think it might be happening. Tweet that out. (laughs) Uh, CJ, pitchers and catchers. P's and C's. Did not report did, to training. Did not report. <laughs> Do you have a Rob Manford rant in you, or are you just saying uh, stuff? Just the guy sucks. You guys all know the issues here. He doesn't care about baseball. He doesn't care about fans. He doesn't care about players, as he's made clear by trying to cut the minor leagues. He doesn't care about anybody. He doesn't even care about himself. He doesn't care about his family. He, doesn't, he just cares about making money for the owners and being the fall guy, and looking like a fool. Because I, I think he enjoys looking like an idiot. Because how, how else can somebody do what he does? What do you mean? Just he like looks like an idiot. Thing. Like, imagine your job every day. He literally is a professional clown. He His job is to go to work and look like a fool so people can laugh at him and make fun of him and not focus on what's actually going on. He's a professional clown. So when I asked if you had a Rob Manfred Manfred rant in you, the answer is yes. Yes, he did. Rob Manfred. That guy. He just bugs me so much. (laughs) Just get away from my game. This is not your thing to do, Rob. Did you like him ever? No. The second they hired him, I was like, this guy's awful. Did you already know about him beforehand? A little bit. He was like the assistant to the commissioner. It was kind of known hey. that he was going to take over for Selig. But, yeah, I, I mean, I would take Selig back. I, I would take back just about any commissioner in MLB history right now. Kennesaw Mountain Landers probably died in the 40s. Let's sign him up. I'll take him over Manfred, although that guy was pretty openly racist. So. <laughs> probably probably not Manfred him. for not being openly racist. Right. I, I'm not positive that he's not, but, you know. He's not openly. He might be closet racist, but he's not openly racist. Right. Jeez, he's... we accused the entire Giants organization of being racist. Now we just called the the commissioner of the MLB racist. We're on fire these past two podcasts. <laughs> Watch out, NBA. It's your week next week. Wait, CJ, don't you like baseball? Does that mean I love baseball. you're racist? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Wasn't uh, Fenway the racist one? I have no idea what you're didn't talking they, about. No idea. Didn't they hang a, a banner or something that said... Uh, through a tunnel. <laughs> I'm out of the tunnel. Look at that. They hung a banner that said baseball is just America, or is, what is it? I couldn't, do you remember what it was? I don't know what you're talking about. 
racism is as American as baseball or something, or baseball is as American or as American as racism or something. Not making eye contact. I'll have you know, outside Fenway, there's a Black Lives Matter banner. You know? Yeah. And people were upset when they put that up. Again, not making eye contact with you, just looking elsewhere. Right. Let's ask Adam Jones how his experiences were going to Fenway Park. No idea what you're talking about. Uh, David Ortiz Sebastian left, might have a story to yeah what a shocker I once was cussed out by a drunk <laughs> fan at Fenway Park because I chose to wear, it, wear a Jackie Robinson jersey I got nothing I got nothing yeah. that. what did he say though she she walks up to me and goes the effing Dodgers and I was like, it's Jackie Robinson. She's like, I don't give a F who it is. You don't wear Dodgers jersey to Fenway Pack. And I was like, come on, it's Jackie Robinson. How do you get mad? She's like, I don't give a shit. It's Jackie Weber. I just. I would uh, blame the alcohol there, but the alcohol is probably Sam Adams, also from Boston. Right, and also probably racist. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm sorry what that is- there's one fan in all of Boston who might be a little racist. <laughs> and she didn't even do or say anything openly racist. No, she so is she's just not obje- even racist. We're clear. She was just clear. objecting to a Dodgers jersey being in Fenway Park while they were playing. I th- want to say the Orioles. I think it was Red Sox Orioles. <laughs> no, we're in the clear. Red Sox are fine. Yeah. Jackie Bradley Jr. hit a. Or no, it was um, Xander Bogarts hit a walk off Grants Will double to right in that game. X Bomb. All right, um, we're gonna wrap it up here because there's sports are dead now that football's gone. Yep. Uh, we talked about the Olympics already. Just going through here. Why is everything the NHL? Why is everything popping up NHL right now? What more do you need? I just, apparently nothing. I'm just trying to go to the um, on the main page now. Um, Cowboys got in trouble. You know. Uh, oh, Harbaugh signed an extension. What do you think, CJ? Uh, I think it's just a cover-up, basically, because, I mean, in my opinion, what happened was he obviously was courting a handful of offers from NFL teams. Uh, I think the stuff of Brian Flores was a big deterrent for many teams signing him, especially the Dolphins. And then he went back to Michigan, and I, I think him and Michigan probably said, it's not a great look that you were just trying to leave. Let's just publicly announce that we signed an extension. The extension only added one more year. So it's not like he can't still leave next year or something. Right. So I, I I think it's just like a look how committed I am. And then next year, he's just going to do the same thing. Um, all right. Fair enough. Uh, it also helps with recruiting too for the kids to think oh, that yeah. the coach is going to be there for the next four years. Um, Tennessee beat Kentucky last night. We hate Kentucky. Of course. Um, I think that's all I have for sports as of now. Next yeah, week we'll have a so. more organized sports episode and we'll actually do research. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I know because there's not really as much going on. So we really just came on to talk a little bit of Super Bowl. Oh, what'd you think of the halftime show? I liked it. Yeah. I did too. It was a good halftime show. Wasn't the best thing I was, I've ever seen, but yeah, I was a little surprised by both sides of it. I was like, "Why are people acting as though this is the greatest halftime show ever?" You know, people may have liked those artists more than the artists that have done in the past, 
but I don't think that that makes it the best show. Um, and then I also thought it was good. It's like, I, I saw some people say, I mean, you kind of know the <laughs> age or uh, demographic. Uh, uh, I was going to say pigmentation of the people <laughs> who didn't like it. And somewhat predictable, I think. Uh, but it was a good show. It was there was nothing that people should have taken away from it besides that. Hey, this was this is good. If you like the artists, you probably liked it more than people who were indifferent. And if you don't like them or that type of music, then you probably didn't like it. There you go. There it is. Uh, one last thing: I'm disappointed in the U.S. men's hockey team for losing to Slovenia. Slovakia. That's all the same. The slows. The slows, and we lost. Not only. Did we lose in a shootout? Not only we were were we the one seed, we also gave up a goal with forty five seconds left to send it into a shootout. That's brutal. At one fifty five this morning, I have to be honest with you. I've not watched a second of the Olympics. That's fair. I know you're not a big Olympics guy to begin with. Yeah, I was boycotting like, the Olympics for three days. Were you? Because I I was I, upset with China. I was going to call you up because I remembered you talking about a potential boycott, but then you seem as into it as anybody else. Yeah, and then I literally watch, like, one event, and I'm like, I'm all the way back in. (laughs) (laughs) What is it that brings you in? Because, like, to me, the biggest thing is I just don't care about the sports. Well, well, it's it's always about learning new sports, and I love the idea of how hard these people work for something that happens every four years, and they get one shot at it. So when they win it, their emotions, like, it just makes me emotional because it's just so awesome to see how happy they are. So right. I just love that. I just love the fact that these people get so excited. And, like, I watched, like, one downhill snowboarding race. Didn't know who the guy was. It was, like, a mixed double snowboarding race. Didn't know who it was. He wins. And then he's rooting on Lindsay Jacob Ellis, who I've heard of. And she comes right. out, and they win gold. He starts crying. I'm getting all teary-eyed. I don't know who this guy is. But it's just, like, right. the emotion of it all. And I just think the stakes are so high. And it's also a bummer because, like, you work all this time. Your whole life, you might only get one shot at this, right? And then, like, you're doing a snowboarding thing and you crash, and it's like it's gone just like that. So I love the emotion of it. I feel like it's more emotional than normal sports. Yeah, honestly, the the thing that I like the most whenever I see like the highlights from it is whenever there's a country that has no business even being in the competition, but like the guy does a very basic thing and his team just gets so yeah. happy. That's the thing. Like, it's like that's pretty cool. Like you're still doing it on a world stage, even if it's something that's mediocre by professional standards. Like that's pretty cool. That's why I love it because like the Olympics, it's so much different to me than all the other sports. Like, you know, like the winter or the summer Olympics. Obviously, we send our basketball team over there because they're going to get gold. You know, right? <laughs> but then right. like you have this like guy doing like skiing, he's, like twenty three year old from Vermont, and like I think I, I'm going to enjoy it more as I get older because now they're like younger than me, and I can like picture right. myself being twenty three and being on oh, that stage. <laughs> yeah, like being on like being twenty three and being able to like do that and win a gold medal is just got to be the coolest thing in the world. And obviously, yeah. I love rooting for America. So, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, to me, the emotions of it all I think are the coolest part. How emotional people get. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's By it's way. definitely cool. It's just not my thing. No, it's totally. I don't fair. know why. I just Those to me, it's the it is the sports and like. We've talked about this before. Curling, I can look at and I can catch on pretty quickly. 
But like, I will never watch snowboarding and be like, "Oh yes, I understand why that flip was better than the other flip." No, like, I fair, just but, no, I understand like the judging portion. But seeing those people get like thirty feet in the air and do like, and then land it yeah. to me is still right. awesome. Yeah, it's, no, it's still really cool. I don't disagree with that. And Bob and I were talking about how every single sport in the Winter Olympics, outside of curling, is incredibly dangerous. Yeah, really. I mean. Everything's like on blades. You're is... going really fast. Dude, the downhill skiing. Yeah. You're going 80 miles an hour down a hill. And you got to go. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they like, because the, the Winter Olympics are relatively new. Like this is only the like, right. 24th one. I feel like, you know what? We need people to pay attention. So we're just going to make them as extreme as possible. Right. Probably. I, I'm curious, like. I've gone skiing a decent amount. I'm curious what the top speed I've hit was. It's probably no more than like 35 or 40. And I was probably like, oh my gosh, I'm going so fast. <laughs> I'm going to die right now. <laughs> um, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was quicker, but it, it, I doubt it. Yeah, so that's my answer. I love the uh, emotions of it all. I think it's really cool. Yeah, definitely. I I don't mean to no, come it's off a fair question. you shouldn't watch it. I run into people that don't like the Olympics and I'm like, I just, I just love... I love when people, other people are that happy. To me, it's like the coolest yeah. thing in the world. And then when they're an American and they're going up again, they're like representing our country in a sport and they win. Right. It's like, oh my gosh, we won. When in reality, I just sat on my couch and watched it. <laughs> the one thing I did notice from this year is it seems as though country matters a little bit less than it used to. Yeah, because we're trying I don't to bring know if that's just world together. Right. Because, <laughs> well, and like I watched the. 1980s Miracle on Ice, like just the last few minutes of that game the other day, just because I really like the. Do you believe in miracles? Of course. Yes. Uh, and then everybody runs on the ice. And like, even not having, like, being in the 80s and understanding the significance of what. I mean, we understand the significance, but we can't really to the extent that they did. Like, that mattered so much for America. I feel like the stuff now is matters more for the people doing it. Yeah. Which I think, I don't think that makes it better or worse. I just have noticed that there's less like, I'm so happy for my country after I win. It's like, this is incredible. No, that's, that's, that's a good point. I had a, I had a point to it. It's really windy outside. You can probably hear that. It is really windy. I heard a little bit that time. It's creepy. Um, Oh, it's also the idea of like in sports, like Rodgers has only made one Super Bowl, but every right. year Rodgers has a solid chance to make the Super Bowl. Right. Like, and I look at my brother, Nick Wazdowski, the wrestler, my brother's friend there. Yeah. He was supposed to make the 2020 Olympics after trying for years and years. And then 2020 got canceled. In right. 2021, he had to requalify and he lost. Ugh. So, like, he didn't get that Olympic chance. And the fact that it's every four years and you literally have. You may only have one chance to do it. Right. Everything like matters. The stakes so are much so much now. higher. And I think that's that that the pressure is just unbelievable. Right. Like, and like we see the we see the finished product. Yes. Meanwhile, it's like there was twenty competitions I had to win to have a chance to be competing. Like, it's like the all these stories like these they start at like five years old and now they're like right. twenty five and they get one shot at it. They get one right. shot to make like their name last forever and i think that's just the coolest thing in the world yeah definitely go usa that's all i gotta say go usa anything else and go portugal and go the world